Thank you. You about to listen to Fresh Word with Prophet William Addison. Prophet William Addison is the executive pastor of Eagles House Chapel International, CEO of 12 Foundation International, a revelatory preacher, an international evangelist, and a psalmist. Get ready for the word that will transform your life forever. Thank you for this love, Lord. Yeah, I'm still talking about divine elements. Um, it is our year of seeking God, and this man has been declared prophetically as our month of divine elements. And so we'll be taking you through that so that we can be abreast with what God wants us to know um, in our year of seeking God. Say, it's my year of seeking God. It's my year of seeking Please God. Please shout it. Say, it's my year of seeking God. It's my year of seeking and God. And I will seek the Lord. And I will seek the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. The book of Hebrews chapter 10, we are still on divine elements. Last week we started and we said that one of the trade secrets of God is the elements that God deals in. And we reiterated that um, if you are not in the business of God, God is not willing to expose to you or make available to you um, the the trade secrets by which he operates. If you have not, that's why um, Samson said one day that if you have not, if you have, you had not plowed with my haifa, there was no way you would have given interpretation to the riddle. That means that if you have not operated with somebody or close to someone who was there with me, there was no way you could have given interpretation to the riddle that he gave. And so, if you don't plow with God, you will not be able to know how plowing is done. Say amen to that. And I pray that this man, God, will help us to be able to understand these things. Now, write this point down. Divine elements are supernatural enablers. They are supernatural enablers that God gives to men to position and condition them for advantage in life. So, supernatural elements, they are, the uh, divine elements are supernatural enablers. They are enablers. E-N-A-B-L-E-R-S. So, like enable, then you add R-S. Okay. No, E-R-S, sorry. Or you add R-S. That's the right word. So, they are supernatural enablers that God gives Okay, to men, God gives to men. He doesn't give to spirits, he gives to men. So that we can have advantage in life. It positions and conditions us. You can be positioned and not conditioned. You can be positioned, I can be standing here, but when I'm conditioned, it means I have a certain mindset. So God does not only position us, but he conditions us. The Bible said, let this mind, that is conditioning. Said, so let this mind that is in Christ also be in you. God wants to condition you. He wants to position you for what he wants to do. So if you are, you are void of these things, you become very difficult. You're going to go through the scriptures and then by the grace of God, we'll run very quickly because of our time. Because I have only 20 minutes to share this word with you. And it's, it's, it's a month, so we won't rush you through it, but God will help us. That through the scriptures, we'll be able to come to a place of realization that if you understand these divine elements that God has given to you, you will be so much advantage in life that even when men shall say there's a casting down, you will say there's a lifting up. Why? Because there is something that you have that is telling you that there can be a lifting up. Is somebody following me? Is somebody following me? Hebrews chapter 10 verse 35. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 35. 
we'll look at one of the first and foremost elements which I want to share with us. They are very key. They are very key to everything that we do for the Lord. They are very key to whatever we do for the Lord. You have to understand that in the book of Hebrews, the Bible says that there were certain things that made the elders to obtain a good report. There were stuff that the elders operated in that gave them good report. So if you want to have a similar report, then the, the honest behoves on you to ensure that you do the same thing. The Bible said, by this, by this. So it means that once you are operating by those things, you should definitely have a good report. If somebody gets what I'm saying. Once you are not operating by them, we cannot guarantee your good results. We cannot guarantee your good reports. But once you operate with them, you will surely have good report. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 2. Let's look at it quickly. Hebrews 11 verse 2. We'll come back to the scripture I just gave you. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Therefore, do not cast away no, your no, confidence. No, not this one. Not this one. Hebrews 11 2 first before we come to this. Quickly. For by it, the elders obtained a the good Bible testimony. Says by it. What is he talking about? Because there's something for which he said by it. By it. By it. So it means that as long as you're operating by this, your good testimony is guaranteed. I pray that somebody will have a good testimony this Man. month. Your amen is very weak. Amen. I'm not feeling your amen at all. Amen. So the Bible said, by this, the elders, the elders, the elders, they obtain a good report. If you want to have a report like an elder, then you have to preach like it. Mm. I said you must operate by it. So Hebrews 10, 35, we want to look at some of these elements because when you, God gives you such an element, it becomes the platform upon which every performance can be guaranteed. It becomes the conduit from which God, any miracle can flow through your life. If you want miracles to flow, it does not just flow. There must be a channel through which God can reach you. If God wants to touch you, there must be a channel. If God wants to reach you, there must be a channel. If God wants to speak to you, there must be a channel. Jesus said that no one goes to the father except by me the only channel to the father when jesus said that it is to let you know that there are channels by which accesses are granted and jesus said if anyone wants to have access to the father if you are looking for a channel you are looking for an avenue by which you can reach god i am the one i am the one i am the one he's not talking about mary he's talking about himself he's not talking about his mother because the mother even needed salvation jesus didn't need any salvation he didn't need it Praise be to the Lord. So read for us quickly. Therefore, do not cast away your confidence, mm -hmm. which has great reward. Now, look at this. The Bible said, therefore, do not cast away your confidence. Now, the first element I want to share with you is the element of confidence. By this scripture, we have come to a place of knowledge that one of the elements that guarantees results or rewards is confidence. Look at the scripture carefully. The Bible said, do not cast away. God is cautioning you that you don't need to cast away that confidence. Why? Because when you cast away that confidence, you will miss your reward. There is a reward that God brings to his children. And the, the, the vehicle that brings that reward is confidence. The Bible said, the righteous are as bold as a lion. I want to give you the, the meaning of confidence quickly because we don't have too much time, but we need to run quickly. Confidence is the feeling, according to the dictionary, confidence is the feeling of belief that one can have faith or rely on something or someone. It is the belief that one can have faith or rely on someone. Do not cast it away. 
there, there is high tendency that people can cast things away. That your confidence can fall. But God is saying to us that do not cast away your confidence. There is something that confidence can bring to you. There is something that when you have confidence on your inside, you are relying on that which God has spoken to you. Your confidence is in him. Your confidence is not in anything. Your confidence is embedded, it's intertwined. It is woven in the fact that God is able to deliver on his promise. So it doesn't matter what somebody is trying to convince you. It doesn't even matter how you are feeling in your body. It doesn't matter what the people are saying around you. It doesn't even matter what the, what the environment is trying to position against you. Your confidence tells you that God will surely come through because what he says he's able to do it. I pray that somebody's confidence will rise today so that the reward God is bringing you'll be able to receive it. Amen. Without confidence, the Bible tells that you can't have a reward. Don't cast away your confidence. Your confidence in what? So when God is bringing the reward, the reward looks at the one that has confidence in God. If God brings a reward into the service right now, he's looking for those who have confidence in him because the confidence is the element that will pull the miracle towards you. The confidence is the platform upon which the, the reward has been created to ride on. Oh, can I say something to you? You see, when you, when you come into contact with a train, a train cannot ride on the same road that a car rides on because that platform has not been designed for the train to walk on. In the same vein, an airplane cannot also ride and move like the way a car moves because that is not the design. God has designed your reward in such a way that it is only confidence that can welcome it. Oh, somebody must believe this. God has designed your life in such a way that it is only confidence that can guarantee a reward. Without your confidence, forget about a reward. Forget about the reward. Forget about the reward. Let me give you another scripture. John chapter 11 verse 40 quickly. John 11 verse 40. I'm going to give you the second point because we don't have much time to do this. Quickly, quickly. John quickly. 11 40. Yes. Jesus said to her. Jesus said to her. Did I not say to you? Did I not say to you that if you would believe that if you would, you would see the glory of God. So your ability or your tendency to see the glory of God is embedded in the second element called belief. Jesus said, "It is the one who is speaking." Jesus could have said, "Just look at me; I'll give it to you." But he said, "Did I not say?" Has it not been written in the books that if only you will believe? The Bible said, blessed is she. I'll give you more scriptures. Look at Hebrews 11 verse 6. It said, blessed is she who has believed of the things that they were told of. For there shall be a performance. If only your belief can be in place, there can be a miracle. Write this point down. To believe is to accept that something is true, especially without proof. <laughs> to believe, look at it. The word believe means... To accept or to accept that something is true even though there is no proof. You, can, you are not seeing any proof. You come to church and the man of God tells you, in the next 24 hours, God is going to turn your situation around. You look at him as if he has just descended from planet, from the planet Pluto. He just descended. He's not on the planet Earth. So he's not operating at the same level you are praying to. He doesn't know what you are going through. He doesn't understand the pain you are in. He, in fact, it is like when the, when, the, uh, when the prophet met the Shunammite woman. And he told the woman said that, I don't, I, there's nothing I have in this house. Even when he met the widow of Zarephath, especially, sorry. When he met the widow of Zarephath, she said, 
My husband was a devout person. You know that he feared the Lord. But he died and the creditors are coming to take my only child that I have. And the prophet looked at him and said, what do you have in your house? There is something you have in your house. And the woman said, I'm going to prepare something small. A small muslin with the oil. When I finish preparing it, me and my son will eat it and we will die. And the prophet said, whilst you are going, make sure you prepare something for me first. It's like the prophet doesn't understand what the woman said. It's like the language the woman spoke, the prophet didn't comprehend what the woman was trying to communicate. Hear me? Sometimes when you come to God, when your, your belief is not present, when your belief is not activated, it's like you, you want to see the proof before you believe. But Jesus said, blessed are those who have not yet seen, but yet believe. Oh, somebody must get this. He said, blessed are those who have not yet seen, but what? They believe. Read the scripture for us. It's a very popular scripture. I'm talking about the element called belief. To accept that something, to accept that something is true. Especially, that's why I'm adding that word. Especially when there is no proof. There's no proof. God tells you in one year, you will be the, the wealthiest person in your family. You look at him and you laugh. Because if you look at your life, even the salary you are earning, but you have forgotten you can be a millionaire in 24 hours. Oh, somebody must believe this. Joseph went to bed that night. He was a prisoner. But when he woke up the next morning, even the garment he wore changed. Eh? Within 24 hours, he had a motorcade. Within 24 hours, where his slippers changed. Within 24 hours, he had servants around him. Within 24 hours, his words that carried no power. Within the next 24 hours, his word carried so much power that the next most powerful person in Egypt was him. Somebody who slept as a prisoner. But in the next 24 hours, he woke up as the second in command in Egypt. The Lord is doing something in your life. Man. Let your belief come alive. Man. I said, let your belief come alive. Read Man. for us quickly, quickly, quickly. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. Mm-hmm. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. This scripture is embedded with so many elements, but I want to talk about one. He said, he who comes to God must believe. That's the element he gives you. So you are coming to him. You have believed in him. You have not seen him with your eyes, but your faith is in place. You have not held him yet, but your faith is in place. Romans chapter 4 verse 22. You have not come into contact with the tangibility of who he is, but yet your faith is in him. Why? Because you know and you believe. He who comes to God must believe. It is an element you must have. If you want to trade with God, you must have the, the element of belief. You must believe in him. When he tells you he will show up, believe that he will show up. Because sometimes he doesn't show up the time you expect him. Sometimes no amount of tongues you speak can change it because he decides to come when he wants to come. And that is where those who don't have that element in them, they, they will control to anything. They will bow to anything because they feel their God is late. And then they try to help God to let what he has said come to pass. But you can't help God to perform what he said he would do. He is able to do what he said he would do. Read for us quickly. 
And therefore, it was accounted to him for righteousness. Abraham believed God and it was credited. So your belief in God gives you credits. Oh, Jesus help me today. Look at um, Genesis 15 verse 6, the same scripture. Your belief in God adds credit to your life. It multiplies you. It gives you good points. So when you show up, as we are seated here, there are some of us with more points than others. Oh, somebody help me. I said there's, there, there are some with more points than the others. Look at it. And he believed in the Lord. Who is he talking about? He's talking about who Moses. He's talking about Abraham. Look at it. He's talking about Abraham. And Abraham, and he believed, and he believed, and he believed in the Lord. And whilst his belief was in him, righteousness was added to him. He didn't need to pray for it. It was his belief. His belief that God is God. He believed that God will come through. He believed that when God says something, he is what he has said. And once he is what he has said, he will perform what he has said he has performed. God has the ability to do what he said he would do. In the book of Isaiah, Isaiah 55, the Bible said, when I send forth my word, it does not come back to me void, but it goes to accomplish the purpose for which I have sent it and it prospered in wherein to I have sent it. That means when God releases his word, there is a creative ability, there is a creative force. If God said rise, there is a power in the word rise that will able that is able to pull you from where you are seated. If God said Lazarus, come forth. When Jesus called Lazarus to come forth, the word he spoke had the power to pull him from the region of the dead. This morning in the name of Jesus as I point my hands at you I decree in the name of the Lord Jesus as your belief comes into place. Wherever the devil has kept you, you are coming back alive. Amen. Whatever the enemy rendered dead by the powers of the element of your belief, there is a transition God is taking your life through and very soon those who doubted you they will join you to celebrate your God because your God is faithful. The Bible said Faithful is he who has promised and the same shall do it. You can't miss God on that. The credit he was having was not because he went to the bank to do something. But because he had his belief in God. There are elements that God has crystallized in us. He has placed in our hearts. And that is what makes impossibilities possible in our journey of life. So you are carrying it on your inside. You don't need anybody to come talk you out of it. You know it is your, in your, on your inside. Nobody can take it on your outside. Nobody can take it out of you. Hear me? Elements are the inner knowledge and revelations God gives. That makes it impossible to bow out. Write it down. The second meaning of elements. That's the second meaning of elements. They are the inner knowledge and revelations that God gives that makes it impossible for you to bow out. In Numbers 14, 24, the Bible talks about the third element. I will talk about different spirit. The Bible said Joshua and Caleb, they had a different spirit. So even when the other ten um, spies that went to survey the land, they said that we are incapable of possessing it. They saw the giant. They saw the sons of Anak. They saw them as bread to be eaten. Because they had a different spirit. Regardless of whom they saw parading the ground, they knew that because God has promised, they had a different spirit. 
What do you think was motivating Job? That Job could say, is there hope for a tree if it be cut down? There was something Job held on to. The guy had a different spirit. Look at it. Read for us. But my servant Caleb, because he has a different spirit in him. Different spirit. The kind of spirit he's carrying is not a fearful kind of spirit. They knew by themselves. Continue reading. I want to finish quickly. quickly. Because he had a different spirit in him mm -hmm. and has followed me fully, I will bring into the land, I will bring into the land where he went and his descendants shall inherit it. Look at it. Your inheritance is tied to the kind of spirit that you have. It's clear in the Bible. Your inheritance is tied to it. You can't even follow God fully because you don't have a different spirit. You are too fearful to give up. You easily throw in the towel because you don't have the element that is the, the inner knowledge and the revelations that makes you know. Hear me, Job was saying that though he slays me, what, what about this God that you feel there is a slaying going on but yet you've held on to him? That's why somebody wrote a song and said, we have an uncle. Are you waiting for me to finish? Sit down. That's what he was singing about because there is something, it's like you, you, you are falling from a cliff and you know that this cliff I'm falling from, if I fall down, my life has ended. But you know that somebody can get hold of you. Oh, Jesus, help me. You know that. That's why David said, when I walk through the valleys of the shadows of death, I will fear no evil. He doesn't care where he's walking because he's conscious of somebody who is present with me. Isaiah said, when we go through the waters, he'll be with us. When we go through the fires, he'll be with us. He said, the waters shall not overwhelm us. Why is God saying that? How can you speak this way if you don't have these elements resident in your spirit? I'm closing. How can you speak this way? To the people, people easily give up. When they see the tension, the pressure coming, they want to give up. They quickly want to bow. They want a quick fix. But God won't do a quick fix for you. There is something he wants you to go through so that he can build an element in your spirit. When you have that element, it doesn't matter. Even if the devil shows up and the devil tells you God won't come, you know this is the voice of the devil. Why do, why do you buy so quickly? You buy out so quickly. You surrender too quickly because you don't have that element. He had a different spirit. God said, I will bring him into the land where he went. I will bring him to the land where he went. Your, your spirit has conceptualized something. But God says that when you have a different spirit, that spirit that you have is what I need to put that thing upon. That faith that you have is what I need to put that blessing upon. That confidence you have, that belief you have in me is that which will propel me to do what I said I want to do. The last thing I'll share with you because of time is faithfulness. Hebrews 10, 25. I want to look at the element of faithfulness. Hear me. These elements, if they are not operational and resident in your heart, you cannot be an achiever. There was something working in the heart of Job. Something was working there. There was something moving on his inside. The Bible said, and Abraham believed God that something good would spring 
he believed that something good will spring. <laughs> the Bible said he believed that something good will spring out of Sarah. Something good will spring out. His faith was telling him that something is about to happen. You feel it. So you, you walk based on your conviction. It is an inner operational and resident power that God puts on your inside. When this element is dead, Job said, all the days of my life will I wait. He didn't say part of my life. So he's willing to put his entire life in wait until that change he's looking for has come. If he does not believe the one who promised, he can't say that. He will never have said, I will wait until my change has come. Many cannot wait. Let's look at the final scripture. Read two scriptures. Hebrews 10, 25, 11, 11. Then we are done. Not forsaking the assembling of yourselves together mm -hmm. as, as is the manner of some. 23, not 25. 23. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. Mm -hmm. For he who promised is faithful. Look at this. God's faithfulness cannot be doubted. It can't be doubted. Let's look at 11.11. It can't be doubted. You can't doubt him. He, he has so much proofs for anybody to doubt him. He comes through so much and so well that you can't deny his presence. 11.11, quickly, quickly, let's go there. By faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And she bore a child when, he was, when she was past the age. Mm -hmm, because, because she judged him faithful who had promised. When that element is in place, you see, everything that is in God, he puts also in you. So that there will be a corresponding. Can I say this again? I said everything that is in God, he puts also in you so that there will be a parallel correspondence. God cannot move here and you move there because you miss him. He puts you on the same, that is why he said, do not forget the ancient pathways or the landmarks which the fathers created for us. Why is he saying that? Those ancient landmarks, they were the landmarks that guaranteed every result. It was the same thing that the Hebrew boys believed in. They have so much faith. Can you see fire that has been rekindled seven times and you know you are going to die? It, there is no negotiation about it. You know that as soon as even the people who were taking them inside, see what happened to them. You see the fire and you tell yourself, even if God does not say that they might have had a certain element within them that told them that even if we die, it is better to die with God than to die with the devil. Oh, somebody didn't hear this. It is better to die for God than to die with the devil. It is believed that it's better to die trying to do something than to die and do nothing. Or in other words, to do nothing and die. It is better to attempt a degree and fail. Oh yes, some people go, got an attempted degree, they didn't finish, they couldn't pass. So at least they made the attempt. They, they, they attempted the degree. But you, they can't say attempted because you did it. The Lord will help us. Even though he, he, she had 
past. Look at it. The Bible was emphatic on that one. You are past the time. God said, I'll come to you at 6 o'clock. It's past 6 o'clock. Then you start looking at your watch. Hey, did, did, did God speak right? Oh, I didn't hear him. That is what makes people to bow. When you have that element, I'm telling you, look at you. You see your skin deteriorating. You are smelly. Oh, there's so much smell. Maybe your mind is not conceptualizing what I'm talking about properly. Your, your skin is peeling off. You can sense it. Now you are smelling. Nobody can enter the room where you are. And sometimes they have to carry you from the room and come and put you on the sun. Because you are smelling. Can you still hold on to this God? When the only hope that you have is taken from you. The only thing your confidence is in is removed from you. Job was not a poor man. He was a wealthy man. Well respected. Well honored and revered. But when the enemy struck him, everyone came to accuse him that he's done something wrong. His three friends, Eliphaz and the rest, they were speaking nonsense. They were speaking all kinds of things. They didn't even know what they were talking about. But yet, Job said, even I feel that there is a cutting of my flesh, but my spirit man will not betray my God. God wants you to have these elements in your spirit. There are a lot I can share, but because of time, rise on your feet. God wants you to come to that place where your faith is in place, your confidence is in place. When you don't have these elements in your life, it becomes difficult for you to win the battles of life. I told you that in the business of God, there'll be times you have to wait. No profit is coming. What do you do? Do you still invest? Many forget that as soon as you sow yours, hold on a bit, hold on a bit. Many forget as soon as you sow your seed, you have, you have initiated yourself into a principle of sowing and, reap, sowing and, and harvest. Because there is a time to sow and there's a time to reap. So as soon as you make your investment in God, you can be sowing and sowing and sowing. It may look like you are getting nothing out of the things you are sowing. But it doesn't mean that what you are sowing won't bring you results. It is a principle you have initiated yourself into. But once you tap into it, you must be able to be ready to follow God until the, how the principle works now become operational in your spirit. Oftentimes, lift your hand. The problem we have had was how we were groomed when we were growing. Those who fed us the scriptures, they built wrong foundations. So now, your, your faith doesn't tell you that when you ask something for God, sometimes you must wait. Sometimes it comes quick. Sometimes he moves you to work towards it. have been blessed by this broadcast contact me on phone via plus 233 244 69 
or email me on propwilly at gmail.com. That is P-R-O-P-H-W-I-L-L-I-E at gmail.com. Follow me on my social media platforms, Facebook page at Prophet William Addison Podcast and subscribe to my YouTube channel, Instagram handle and Twitter handle at Prof. Willie. that is P-R-O-P-H-W-I-L-L-I-E at Prof. Willie. And if you're not born again and you listen to this broadcast and you want to give your life to Christ, say this prayer after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins. I trust you and follow you as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, Amen. God bless you.